Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, won't you please take me home, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. The Neil Warnock preseason tour is happening. It's Monday, 26th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Luke Moore. Oh, it's a magnificent Monday, everybody. Good to have you with us. Here we are, gang. Are you ready to pod? Our pre- <laughs> <laughs> I was. Our, fo- <laughs> Our football season starts now because the Neil Warnock pre-season tours are underway. Indeed. Well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That- They're the fixture list we're waiting for. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. We-, we will get to that in, in-, in just a moment. Yeah. Um, uh, before that, though, uh, as that's not happened, it won't be one of your highlights of the weekend. Um, but, uh, Luke, let's start with you. What are, What's your highlight of the weekend's... Um, Action. I don't want to call say footballing action because that might be a bit too narrow at I mean, the moment. I, I, if you're listening to this and yep. you have a problem with this kind of thing, I suggest mm. you turn off now. No, don't. Because I haven't watched any football this weekend. Right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my highlight would probably be mm. Tyrone Mings. Ah. At Elton ah. John at Glast- Glastonbury. Sunday night at Glastonbury. Yes. Elton John headlined. Big Elton. Um, and what a set it was. R- very enjoyable. But the most enjoyable thing for me mm. was... The photograph of a lovely, happy-looking Tyrone Mings mm. carrying mm-hmm. who I believe is probably his mum Ooh. on his shoulders um, during Out and John's set. And I just thought to myself, he's having a nice time. He seems like a nice bloke. And this is not just because I was pissed off that Harry Maguire played for England ahead of him last week. I just think, <laughs> what are the benefits of having an athlete son? Well, he's strong enough to hold you up for yeah. two and a half hours of Elton John. Yeah, but, uh, but what if I'm yeah. just, I know they're going to have amazing cause, but I do think that you don't want to see that as a manager. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Seeing, yeah. seeing him carrying massive 
like I'm not saying massive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. You're carrying a human body. Right. We've not all disposed of a corpse, Marcus, <laughs> not in a them, forest. They're not light. They're not light. Uh, they're not to be trifled with. It's Glastonbury. <laughs> Even though they're not light, some are more massive than others. Some are more massive and than that, others. That was like not Morrissey. a massive body. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a massive body. Tyrone Mings is massive mum. <laughs> I think I think Tyrone was fine. I think right. he was okay. okay good. I think also there was no. It wasn't wet at Glastonbury, was it? So he wasn't sinking into the mud or anything. No, that's true. Well, I live Tyrone, here now. Tyrone means getting stuck in the mud in Glastonbury. That's no. No. nightmare for you. Thing, yeah. no. no, we don't want that. I mean, you, you could possibly say <laughs> that the last year and a half of Harry Maguire's football career has been stop. Looked look, like he's okay. carrying it's, his own it's, mother. It's the off season. Leave Maguire alone, okay? Sorry, he was in the. He also he does get a bit punchy in off season, doesn't he? So you don't want to get careful. Don't want to get stuck into that. Oh, that was his primo years, wasn't it? I bet I'll go to Cavos or wherever it was. <laughs> he had a fine Euro 2020. So, Tyrone Mings right. at Glastonbury. That's Who also good. contributed to Euro 2020. Yeah. And it is described as a contribution. Uh, Pete Donaldson. Uh, mine was very much René Higuita rolling back the years and looking oh. exactly as he's always done. Yeah. Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly what he's always done. Same hair, same uh, tired eyes. Exactly. <laughs> he does have tired <laughs> eyes. I don't know why. but he stays up late a lot. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Ronaldinho uh, versus the uh, Roberto Carlos uh, match, the beautiful game 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much enjoyed, well, on the highlights on YouTube. Was was um, Blanco, the Mexican? He was not, uh, no. He was, he's, he's a politician he's, now. He's getting on, isn't he? He's he's a a that's, never st- that's never stopped them before. I oh, know, a lot, a lot of <laughs> There's a crisis in wherever he's, where, whichever yeah. state he's in, where he's off playing a charity football match. Yeah, <laughs> Mario's a politician now, and he was photographed, like, stuck to a big revolving wheel over the weekend, mm, yeah. with people just handing him drinks every time it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> was Ronaldinho like shooting footballs in between his legs? And stuff? That's what Pete thinks his life's like, isn't it, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> Your life very much feels like being stuck to a revolving disc yeah. with people handing you alcoholic drink. Going sometimes back to... I'm upside down, sometimes I'm not. Uh, <laughs> either way, I've got a drink in my hand. <laughs> Going back to a Higita, it's mm. worth remembering that um, in 1993, Rene Higita was involved in a kidnapping. That's right. As yes. a go-between mm-hmm. uh, between for drug baron Pablo Escobar. Mm. Why are you bringing the tone down? He was paid $64,000 for that. Yeah. Probably That's quite not hard enough. to say no, isn't it? Yeah, I'd want and, more. Uh, knowing when knowing conf- full well that he spends like a million pounds on rubber bands every year, I'd be like, I want to get more money, please. <laughs> We're just about to hear Jim's highlight of the week, and you're talking about this. Let me finish. Right. Um, when asked to, is he still open for when business? Asked, when asked to give a comment about his conviction, Rene Higuita said, "I'm a footballer. Mm. I don't know anything about kidnapping laws." Yeah. Well, he, he, you, <laughs> I didn't you know must wear any. Right, yeah, right, yeah. You certainly got the wrong side of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you paid the. the I didn't the, know you couldn't take someone against their will and take them somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was okay. Pablo yeah. said it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> he got he got punished. Yeah. Um, how severely I don't know, but he did get punished. Jim, your highlight of the weekend does it involve punishment? Does uh, it involve Lucas Mora and Dida? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's <laughs> sort of football related. Right. Um, I went to the gym yesterday because of my crippling enthusiasm for snacks. Gym at the uh, gym. Which makes it necessary. Mm. And um, when I'm at the gym, I like to wear sort of kind of semi-obscure football shirts. It just gives me a little bit of motivation to go down there and justifies me spending money on the things. Mm. So at um, our age as well, you have the you can't you just wear a football top motivated. Yeah. yeah, completely. Yeah. So I'm wearing a Fluminense shirt. Oh, what a choice. Yeah. And I'm, what a I'm, choice. I, I've got a particular treadmill that I like. It's by the window because I, I like to inspire those walking past, right? <laughs> and, if um, he can do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, he's having a horrible yeah, time. Yeah. He's still there. Yeah. He's, is he crying or is he sweating? Yeah, yeah. I think it's both. Um, that, sorry, mate. You press the button. That that moves. That. <laughs> Can't just stand on it. Just leave the aircon. Yeah. This is one of those vibrating players. Yeah. <laughs> so a man walks past 
and, and he sees the shirt and he, he looks very, very enthusiastic and he starts kind of pulling on the part of his shirt where the badge is. So I'm thinking, oh, this guy must be Brazilian. He must be a Fluminense fan. And I start pulling the badge as well. I'm going, ah, oh, yeah, cool. And then um, he, he does this. He, he, um, he makes the loser sign with his hand oh. and then just, just laughs at me, just like just laughs at me loads and walks away. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing. He's laughing. Yeah. Um, You're but, crying yeah, inside, just, though. I was crying mm. inside a bit, yeah. Got absolutely mugged off by a Brazilian man. Presumably Fluminense have done something embarrassing recently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's the danger yeah, if you go somewhere in public with a yeah, football yeah, yeah. shirt and you don't know what their recent travails are. Yeah, but mm. you'd think a Brazilian shirt would would not would in London. You're never safe in London. Never safe in London. I mean, you have a you have a Shimizu S Pulse shirt on today, don't you, Pete? So watch out on your way home. <laughs> Freddie Youngberg's team. I've only just ah, realised well, nice. from Wikipedia. Marcus, what about your highlight? Well, my highlight um, of the weekend, of course, was uh, England under-21s booking themselves into the quarterfinal of the Euro uh, under-21 championships. The yeah. first team uh, to do so, of course, uh, on their way to victory, and I would imagine. I think if you pick Harry Maguire as, a ca- as your captain, yeah. um, you're always going to get success. <laughs> You are a naughty boy. Oh, no, I'm only joking. Around. Okay, don't don't. I'm joking. Missing. I'm this missing. is the football ramble. We don't joke. Um, <laughs> some Glastonbury sightings uh, that our listeners got in touch with. Oh, after Friday's after call. After Friday's yeah, yeah. call were, were Sean Dyche and Jamie Carragher. Carragher's often there. Yeah, they yeah. weren't there together. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just reading it as it's Carragher going. also took it's open time to interpretation. This Carragher also took time on the social media, which I enjoyed to I say like this. to say that um, when someone said, "Oh, you," with, someone said, "Yeah, you with Gary Neville?" Unlikely. And he replied saying, "Not sure Gene Nev could handle it." Yeah. <laughs> That is true. probably true. He'd oh, hate yeah, yeah. it there. He'd hate it. Um, yeah. Carragher also had a dig at Arctic Monkeys, didn't he? Just saying, play the hits. Basically. Yeah. So, uh, he has genuinely approached that yeah. as he approaches everything yeah. and just been a bit of a pundit about it. I I, I, um, I agree with him. Um, well, who else has been spotted? Sean Dyche was able to Well, you mentioned, you mentioned Tyrone Mings, uh, of Mings course. Was a, yeah. and, and in a way... Richard Keyes and Andy Gray were spotted. Flag. Flag. There was a flag. flag. So obviously Life, Glastonbury. Friends. You, get, you yeah. get a lot of flags at Glastonbury. Kendall in the wind was a good one. Why do you get nice, I don't yeah. think you should be allowed flags on the main stage because you can't you can't, you can't see, see anything. That yeah. is a bit piss, piss, poor, piss but, poor. But for some beautiful yeah, reason. Yeah, but it's just like look at it. Look, 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 look at me, aren't I funny? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> look what I've written on my bit of the fuck off. Yeah. It's when someone's got a flag and it's like a Scotland flag. Yeah. Or like an England or a Oh what you'd rather like a quote from Alan Partridge rather. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, why a flag of a, like, a nation which is can, just can I, you're, not you're, not like, you're not like a quote no, you TV have, show that's, that was on the BBC. You no, because I just dissent from own, that opinion. No, you can only fly a flag if, I don't know, you're over a, a sovereign nation. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're you flags. Uh, no, you, you, you have to be very, very far away because it's kind of, oh, yeah. look, we've got someone from Peru here or something. Yes, yeah, yeah, or yeah. a population of under, like, a, a 500,000 or something. If I see a Cardinal so flag, get fucked. Yeah, but so Iceland, for example, mm. not that far away, but no, I think okay. if they're represented, that's fair. Um, someone Fine. went to see Texas yeah. at Glastonbury. Texan with a, flag. With a flag that's, with David Brett on it saying, that this this lot couldn't run a successful paper merchant. Yeah, well, there you and that go. Was all right, good. fair. That all right, was yeah. good. Right, okay. so we saw a flag of Keys and Gray and also a flag of Neil Warnock. And Joel Linton. Yes. One of the Joel Linton flag as well. Mm. There's just good banter. At and and I, did enjoy, I did enjoy the... Um, I had a dream. I did enjoy the... Um, I, did, I had a dream of it. Um, Bruno and Joel Linton. I've just remembered. Sorry, carry on. Good stuff. Bye. This is what happens when we've got no Premier League results. I, um, <laughs> I can talk about that dream and no one will shut me up. <laughs> I thought this. I thought this was um, this. This footballers started at Glastonbury this year thing was pretty thin gruel mm. um, in comparison to the iconic mm. 2011 festival yeah. um, where the Wayne Rooney Glastonbury appearance mm. with him and Col- Colleen flew by helicopter into Glastonbury. Mm. It was a really muddy year. Onto the stage. As, as a tabloid newspaper said at the time, 
to celebrate his hair transplant, right? <laughs> uh, and then he was um, in accommodation off-site, of course, because yeah, he didn't want to get yeah, stuck yeah. in too much because it was really muddy. Uh, he was then spotted watching Wu-Tang Clan, which for some reason is quite funny to me, the way he really mm. watching Wu-Tang Clan. And it can only be topped when, I don't know if you remember, but that year, Beyonce headlined on the Sunday night. Yes. Right. And there was a montage she put behind her. Of Rooney's goals? No, it was video. Oh. It was video <laughs> right. of random people yeah. at the festival having a good time. And Rooney was one? He was one of them. Good. <laughs> no like no one else famous was yeah. in the montage. It's just like that man looks like a, a normal, normal bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the appeal of where there were no other famous people involved in the mm. montage. It wasn't like yeah. Martin Luther King, all these amazing. It was, it <laughs> was just Martin Luther King and Wayne Rooney. Here's a bloke on pingers. Here's another bloke on pingers. Here's a girl having a great time. Mm. Yeah. Here's Wayne Rooney standing it, with a pipe. Here's a man with a good head of hair. I, I was desperate to try and move us on to some sort of football-y chat, but um, producer Finn's just put in the uh, running order. Let's return to Pete's dreams. What was your dream? About? I think everyone listening will want to hear I your just, dream about I just, Joel. Lindsay. I had a dream where I had, just much like Martin Luther King, All right. <laughs> I had a dream yeah. in which I went, I saw Bruno in the street and I went, Bruno, Bruno. And then Joel Linton was behind him and I just gave him a wink instead of going, oh, it's Joel Linton as well. So it was just me winking at Joel Linton so you, you hit, in the street. In your dream, you were hitting on Joel Linton. Pretty much. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to do that? No, I'll be honest with you. That? I was sort of slightly disappointed, but also slightly relieved. Right. Yeah. Because there was no what? nudity in that dream. That he didn't physically dominate me. <laughs> Joel Linton. <laughs> Joel Linton. Maybe not. Physically yeah. dominating yeah, me yeah. in like, my dream. You, you woke you, up and went, oh no, quick, get back in. Get back in the dream hole. You famously <laughs> said to me once that um, every single one of your dreams is you're trying to just have sex with things. Yes, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah okay, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we're moving on now. <laughs> Um, uh, I failed here, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Huddersfield Town have right. announced uh, that tickets are now available <laughs> for their pre-season friendlies in Devon and Cornwall. Round Warnock's back garden. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Against Bodmin Town, yeah. Tavistock AFC and Liscard Athletic. Yeah. Um, and uh, the club's ticket... But, and and they're, they're, they're being... Um, you, you know, they're, they're giving you a little wink here because they said uh, they called it a, a trip synonymous with Neil Warnock. It is. He does it every year. He does yeah. it every year because mm. he obviously has got well, a house down in Cornwall. I, I don't know if he does the... do it every year because he said in, in the quotes about this, this pre-season, this pre-season tour is one I've made with all of my successful sides Oh, in right. The past. Oh, so it's like... <laughs> That, uh, so that is a dig at those who didn't let him do it. I, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah, I, mean, I, I love in the like brief three week period in which Neil Warnock is out of work. I just love that he always <laughs> sort of talks about how he just he just cuts the grass, feeds the ducks, mm-hmm. and just he pulled his hamstring a little while. Do you remember? Mm. It chasing a dog that was chasing a, a chicken. <laughs> Just know on your dreams. Were you chasing him? Come on, Neil. <laughs> Come on, Neil. Wink, wink, You wink. know where this goes. Looking out the window. What about, I'm going to ruin this bucolic scene with my Marcus, willy. Neil Warnock we pulled a house through chasing the dog that was also chasing the chicken. The chicken was chasing what? Swallow the fly. Well, Warnock said of uh, of the tour, we'll be playing local teams and I know supporters will always come down in numbers and I've enjoyed meeting the players after the games, getting autographs and photos and there will all be plenty of opportunities for that. The bum bag. I'm the bum going bag down bag. to see Huddersfield <laughs> Town and I'm getting an autograph. Uh, is, uh, not what? careful, he's going to be, people are going to think he's the beast of Bodmin. Yeah. Well, he'll be uh, hunting that. I would assume that would be like a team yeah. yes. thing that they'll do. No, that was behind Warnock. That's why he pulled his hamstring. Um, <laughs> Neil, do you, do you, Neil, do you think this is the best way of getting your team prepared for the new season? I haven't really thought about it to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's just nice, isn't it? Do you it? want a signed photograph? I'll put back uh, all of them. They're all, another burger. <laughs> they're all footballers. 
So we'll get them to play some games. Yeah. But ultimately, it's just what I want to do. It's team bonding it at is. the highest is, yeah. possible degree. Uh, their first game of the season in the Championship is, is away at Plymouth as well. So perhaps he's arranged that. Nice. They're just going to okay, stay yeah, down yeah. there for the next couple of months. I'll let you train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously did an amazing job at the end of last season, though. I mean, it's incredible what he was able to it do. It is incredible. I know, I know a couple of Huddersfield Town fans, and they were they thought Huddersfield were basically yeah. dead and buried, mm. essentially. Well, I, I like... I, I, yeah, you've got to respect Warnock for that. And also, you've got to respect him for sticking to his roots because no doubt even he would have been offered some Saudi money at some point because if they really want to improve their league, they're going to have to get the best. Yeah, um, Yeah. so uh, obviously uh, Wolves captain Ruben Neves has joined Saudi Arabian side Al-Hilal for £47 million. So he's no longer Wolves captain, Peter. <laughs> no, he's got. To, well, he will have to relinquish that because he's not in <laughs> the club anymore. Can I still be captain of Wolves? Can I still be captain yeah. of Wolves? Yeah. Yeah. might be tricky. Because this is the armband best with me. a part-time position. <laughs> should they, they should call it Alpha, shouldn't they, rather than captain. Why? Make it wolf mm. Wolves, yeah. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, okay, like yeah. That. Yeah, do like so, that. so dominant male. Yeah. Dominant, dominant male <laughs> of the pack. Yeah, damn right. Um, the club released a tearful video uh, message from uh, uh, Ruben on Twitter saying he was, you know, he had a wonderful time and he was very sad to leave. And uh, I often sort of think to myself, you can change your mind if you yeah, want with those moments. Yeah, but you know. I know, Jim, I know. If you want that money, you've got to leave. <laughs> well, I think being serious, part of it is that he has made a decision here that is kind of based on money rather than ambition, right? Mm. So he's leaving behind a lot more than the, the past six or seven seasons, whatever it is that he's been at Wolves. There's probably a sense that mm. he might feel that he has to do this because it might mm. be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But he stated before that he's, you know, he's wanting to play in the Champions League and things like that. And this is a huge, huge departure from presumably what his life plan was. Well, you said that you say that he's... Um... It's it's unambitious. You make your own Champions League with that money. Well, mm. he's more likely to win a trophy there, is he not? The Wolves. He is, but right. it's not a trophy he's ever thought about before. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> might not know what all the available trophies are even now. <laughs> well, do, uh, do they have a League Cup? Uh, yeah, I he, bet they're heavy. He, he, I bet they're heavy he, gold. He, he did. He was trophies. a part of the Portugal squad that won the UEFA Nations League. So what more is there to achieve? Yeah. Mm. But um, I, what I did think about this because he's twenty six years old. And it is quite intriguing, you're right, because he is playing in the Premier League for, you know, a side who are, you would probably describe Wolves on average as maybe mid-table. Obviously, the season just gone, there was a, a bit of a concern. First 13th about... last season. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, but but they would certainly not want to be in a relegation battle or, or no. expect to be in one, uh, perhaps would be a better way of putting it. So I suspect that, yes, you, you're offered this kind of money. And look, this is reminiscent to what the Chinese league was doing a few years ago. I think it's <clears> the, the money on offers even more than that though, isn't it? it yeah, it, it, but would, it's, it would turn well, anyone's well, Let's face it, the Premier League 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> How but, dare you do the thing that we did 20 years ago? But it is like... If Where do you get this idea? Well, you get offered that kind of money, as you say, it's, it's hard to turn down. But from, from Neves' point of view, he can go there for a year or two, and it may only be a year or two, let, we'll, we'll see, of course, makes an absolute fortune. And then... He's still young enough to come back and maybe earn a Go decent... to Newcastle on loan. Newcastle <laughs> on loan. But, but also, though, he could return to his native Portugal and play for one of the top sides. Presumably his performances are still good and he's still got his eye in the game and blah, 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 blah. So I, I, I kind of... I, I do see it from his point of view to go and make a huge amount of money because, let's be honest, you know, he's had a great time playing for Wolves and he's been there for a long time, but there's no place like home. You know, he was at Porto uh, before Wolves. He could go back. To, I just, I just, to, I, I do, I do, I do and play Champions League football and, and compete. For I do understand that argument, and I understand the argument Pete's making as well. I don't agree with either of them, though. Personally, what's I, your take? Well, my take is that I mean, it's easy for me to say because you know, obviously, I'm not 
super wealthy or anything like that. And I suppose it's from the outside looking in, he's not really short of money. Mm. Like he's not someone who's short of money, right? Yeah. So I think we can understand that he's a wealthy person anyway. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't like it when people go through their lives, you know, looking at the price of everything and the value of nothing, right? Mm. I mean, I, I would if I was a professional athlete, mm. I'd want to play against the very best. And you know, the, the old the old adage is that you know you go. You go where you want to go and do the best you can. The money will kind of take care of itself. Right? He can go to Saudi Arabia when he's 32 in six years' time if he's so good that he wins all these trophies. Maybe Because you know, look, at, look at Diego Jota. He went to Liverpool and starts winning things and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. There's, there's, there's other avenues available to him. And so for me, I think it's a shame. I think if you look at what happened to Oscar, he's still in China. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not played for... Brazil for like eight years. What was now. it Axel Witzel? Was was Witzel was another one who came back though. Yeah, but indeed, but, but it was it, when he went. I remember a few people going, "Oh, come on!" But what? But what you're doing is you're taking yourself out of mm. the. You're, you're basically removing yourself from the top table of of, of yeah. football. Mm. Yeah. And tr- testing yourself against the best players. The other thing I want to say is the, is the point Pete made, which I've seen a few people make, which I totally understand. But I don't. I don't. I just don't think it's an. It's a. It's a. It's a comparison. You know, Eng, the English Premier League started off chucking loads of money aging foreign stars when the when the inception of the Premier League happened and they now still blow everyone else out the water in Europe when it comes to money. We all know that. But the reason they do that isn't the same reason that Saudi Arabia are doing it. No. The no. motivation is completely different. Of course. And yeah, because it, well, it's not state funded. But at I least mean... to be acknowledged. But, 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 but what does anyone around this table or anyone who's reporting on this, on this deal know about the infrastructure or the investment that's going to young players or the tradition they want to build in for football mm-hmm. in their country because I don't know anything about it I've not seen any of it reported I would, I would suggest there's not much there quite which makes it very, very much like Chinese and, and the, the, the arse fell out of the Chinese market you yeah. know four, four or five years which ago which is a warning so. but, but Saudi Arabia want to try and host the 2030 World Cup I think it's, it's that but one why do they want to host it because Qatar hosted one it's a, it's a status thing there's huge rivalry in that region it's not just the rivalry I wouldn't want to reduce it but to it's that. also about diplomatic soft power but you're talking about the people it's who are it's a Potemkin village of a, of yeah, a exactly. fucking league though isn't it it's just odd yeah but I'm just saying on, one reason, on one the particular point of the fans I think you know I, w- I wouldn't go as far to say that but the, the other points yes I agree with you and I think with with Neves, I think the I think the disappointing thing is that you you're thinking he's 26 and he, and he could move to a bigger club. Now for him, maybe he's really tried and maybe he feels this is the ceiling. And like I say, maybe he wants to go back to Portugal at some point. But if he goes there, he signed a three year contract. He can make crazy money and then go back to Portugal. Still, arguably, but that's in his the three time. best years of his career, probably. Mm. Maybe. I mean, I, look, I am very much projecting these thoughts onto the man. Who knows what he's thinking? But I yeah. agree with you that it is slightly disappointing uh, from our sort of, if you like, purist fan but, point but of view. You're, pure but you're creating it if, you, if you've got that money on offer, and we said this however many years ago when everyone went to China, or mm. you know, some 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 players went to China. Yeah, it's a difference between having being wealthy and being well off in the yeah. pantheon of a, a modern Premier League football. Yes. And then there's creating fucking generational fucking wealth yeah. like that, yeah, 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 yeah. that would never disappear yeah. for five generations. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I, I I think there's something to be said for you'd be fucking daft not to, surely. Like well, to, 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 I, you could do it for one year. But you don't know the man's happen. situation as well. No, you exactly. don't know what. And then this is the thing. This is why we start to guess because for, for all we know, he wants to open a great big academy back. He might shop or, in Sainsbury's. Yeah, he might shop. Than wait, Aldi. Might, might shop in Waitrose, people. <laughs> shop in Waitrose. Uh, but, Whoa, but the, you know, but that's it. When, when you but you, when you compare that move to say. Um, Kaladu Koulibaly you think well again he's sort of coming towards the end of his career also as well I think as a, a, a chap who's not from Europe I think the idea of going
going to say Saudi Arabia, you know, making making the move from Africa to Europe is it's a huge sort of cultural uh, step and, and, mm. and it's very, very different. So to then go from, say, Europe to Saudi Arabia, of course, that's a huge cultural thing, but you've already done one. Whereas I think for, for a European player, you do think to yourself, wow, that is quite different. Whether that's Also, got... I believe Khalid um, Kulabali is, is a Muslim as well. Right. And obviously, moving to a Muslim country, is, I so, think it's been very appealing for N'Golo Kante and for Karen Benzema and for right, a few okay. as well. Yeah. But with regards to Ruben Neves, I think the point is he's 26, Luke, and you feel like he's got a lot left in the tank and perhaps could move to a better um, Premier League side. Kulabali's Kula, Kula, Kula 32. Yeah. It's not worked out for him in the Premier League, necessarily, and there could be different reasons for that, by the way. And his heyday's Napoli. He... he, he Look, Ruben Neves has cashed his chips in at 26. Yeah. If Ruben ne- and it's in this look, this show is about giving opinions on things, so I'm going to give my opinion. I don't actually, I'm not going to hold it against the man if he wants to do what he wants to no, do. No, no, of course but not. But he, he's gone into football to play football. Yeah. You know, it, you yeah. know, look, at, I mean, who was it saying the other day? Someone was saying the other day, how many kind of upper middle class, middle class footballers are there in the Premier League? Mm. Right? Probably not that many, yeah. right? It's people start playing football because they love playing it, right? Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't necessarily come from money. Ruben Neves wouldn't have st- gone into football saying, oh, hopefully at 26 I can cash my chips in and make millions. You guys, I think the conversation needs to be framed differently. The conversation needs to be framed as, oh, we could do this and earn loads of money. No, no, he's already lent a fucking loads of money. Mm. You talk about generational wealth. He's on fucking three, four million pound a year. But for, football yeah. shit, this is just another uh, shit thing. I'm not, I'm not but surprised. That's, but that's, that's your I mean. response to everything. You know, your, 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 your nihilistic approach to everything is that. Everything's shit, so who cares? But every, it's, it's disappointing, but it's room never to play for Wolves. I don't, I don't, in the grand scheme of things, it's like, well... You know, he's not Messi, he's not Ronaldo, he's not he's not in the top ten conversation. So like where does he go? He could do that for a couple of years and like Marcus says, come back. It's you know, he, he could play for a better Premier League team than Wolves. Yeah, of course he could. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was good. He's, he's cashed his chips at 26. Happen, he's perfectly entitled to do that and we're perfectly entitled to criticise him for doing that. No, things. absolutely. This comes back to Without even talking about where the money comes from. Well, indeed. Mm. Um, and this is kind of what, what I got from watching that video. You know, again, I'm projecting onto it. I'm speculating. But very, very tearful and emotional mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. A big part of that is that he's leaving a place he's been very happy in. But mm-hmm. like I say, I think he's... He shifted his ambitions in a way that he didn't expect to ever, yeah, yeah. and he's he is saying goodbye to his ambitions in football. That's what mm. it felt like to me. Yeah, yeah I, mean, my, I think that's my, fair. I, that's it fair wouldn't comment. surprise me if in I don't know you don't know what clauses are in contracts and so on. Wouldn't surprise me in two maybe three years time we see him pop up at a top Portuguese side and he's back in the Champions League and back at competing for trophies. It wouldn't surprise me, but it doesn't take away what you're saying. If you set fire to a year of your fucking career at 26, you're still setting fire to a year. Yeah, no, yeah, no one yeah, comes. I, no one comes along and says, I, "Oh, your garage is burned down." You know, well, at least you, you know, your fucking garage is burned down. Yeah. It's bad. Marcus, your I, house is burned down. Right, like, fucking jo- shit. I joined the, the ramble. At, I joined the ramble at twenty-eight. So, <laughs> yeah, you said far to your career. Same as me. Still here. Peter, the... Forget the garage fire. I don't know where I was going with that. Pete achieved <laughs> his goals before coming to the ramble. <laughs> yeah. It's something we yeah. can all yeah. get behind and celebrate, of course. Yeah. Um, Edward Mende is close to joining um, uh, the Saudi Pro League as well. This is a move. It's a diplomatic move. It's a soft power move. It's not enough for them to go after older players. Right. They mm. want to push into the market and say, okay. we can attract these All right, let me, well. let me... Go on, Jim. I think they probably spotted an opportunity. We all see this on, on, on the internet now. Um, a lot of the people talking about football, shouting about football, being very silly about football, being very happy about football, very angry about football, and not from Europe. Mm. And they, they, yeah. they love it. And obviously their loyalty is with the, the teams they fall in love with from afar. So if the Saudi League can can fill their own league with with players that make people feel that way, then they may be seeing an opportunity to create a huge market <laughs> did elsewhere. You, did you see that clip of the little boy in the Al Nasser crowd when Ronaldo won a free kick? 
He was going, yes, yes, I'm really <laughs> celebrating winning a free kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ronaldo booted the ball. Off his face. Cleared, yeah, straight into his face. Shut up, really? <laughs> cleared, cleared the crossbar, straight in the same kid's face. It was epic. Oh, my God. Absolutely good <laughs> was stuff. Was he raving? He's aiming for him. That's how good he is. That is how good he is. Well, look, or maybe all this Ruben Neves, perhaps he follows Odin Agarlo on social media. <laughs> and only kind of recently posted a video of the inside of uh, the private jet he and his Al Hilal teammates get ferried around in. And Rubbish. It looks awful. like a piece of shit. Some people like that kind of thing. It looks thing. like he's been made with one of those like, AI art generators. Well, yeah. Make the yeah. best seats. Donald Trump's <laughs> toilet plane. <laughs> it does look it like, looks like a like big bathroom. Listen, no one is criticising people who live in Saudi Arabia who love watching football. Like It's, it's fine to be a fan I think of we're allowed to punch up with the people who have private jets. Yeah, but <laughs> if you are going to sum up... Yes. Um, Saudi Arabia's move into football. Yeah. Um, you probably could sum up pretty well by seeing a video of Odi Nagalo <laughs> in a gold-plated jet. Yeah. It's Odi Nagalo. Do you know what? The, <laughs> the plane originally had 400 seats, but they made way for a dining room and a gold throne, among others. The Why impact, do you need a throne on a plane? <laughs> the impact is lessened when you look at the video and have to go, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's Odi Nagalo. <laughs> it's it's more just all of like the cupboards and cabinets are really far yeah. away from the chair, so you can't access them when you're strapped in. No. You can't do this, and you I can't think do you've that. Got it's steward, just like surely. Yeah, like, but it's that with the little in. biscuits and the little nibbles and peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> are. Yeah, the oh, throne is dark. I think some gold Pringles. Yeah, dr- <laughs> <laughs> I bet Salt Bay's been on that jet. I bet dear he has covering it in yeah. salt. Dear it me. Right, everybody, uh, let's have a quick break. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Guys, sorry, you're live on Sky News. Do you reaction to the win? We lost. Sorry, reaction to the loss and apologies. Um, reaction to the loss. Uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right then, um, let's talk about Manchester United. Um, Vish, of course, was lamenting their ever-increasing offers for Mason Mount on uh, Friday's uh, Football Ramble, but it looks like they've listened. Because uh, they're having another bash. Uh, they made a 55 million bid for him on Friday. Chelsea rejected it and said, why not 65 million? Yeah. Manchester United had not budget. So Why are we all letting them get away with their bullshit? <laughs> which, which, we're which, paying, we're which all ones? paying for their nonsense. Which ones? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that or not Chelsea. <laughs> or the football ramble. <laughs> I'm genuinely you know what, I'm thinking about it both. Yeah. But Chelsea in particular. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, one, that's one of our, this as well. That was one of our reviews. <laughs> Why we let them get away with this bullshit? So you're saying that Manchester United should say £55 million? I, don't, I think everyone should wait until, like, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of screwed, aren't they, if they they uh, they don't raise a certain amount of money right. by the I end of the month. Right, I see what you mean. Just, just let them, let them, let them die. themselves. <laughs> let them yeah, Eric, die. Eric Ten Hag is saying, I would like this player for pre-season, bed him in, you know, let do, them a, die. do a tour of Cornwall with them and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas they're saying, no, 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 but I understand that, Eric, and it's good for the team and so on, but we really want to do Chelsea one here. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if Chelsea valued him that highly, probably they should put, put him on a bigger contract, shouldn't they? I mean, well, he was one of the lowest paid players at Chelsea, right? So it's surprising yeah. Well, apparently that. they tried, didn't they? But he, he's not budging and he apparently wants to go. And you would think that would... That there, would but Jim, there were plenty of... Power, but plenty of opportunities in the recent years for them to give Mason Mount a bigger contract if they wanted to. I think that's probably why he's been a bit pissed off. I think he signed, was it a five-year deal in 2018, 19 yeah. or around that time? And uh, you're right, it is surprising to hear that he was one of the, the, the lower Look, play players. But that, I mean, that was a few years ago and he's still a young player. But he clearly wants to move and Manchester United are going to have to um, bid a little bit more, certainly in the month of June if they want to get him. We'll see if by the month of August if he's still But the, 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 so. the situation and frustration for Man United fans presumably is there's so much uncertainty around the ownership of the club yeah. that it's difficult to have a singular vision above what the manager wants mm. and very difficult to facilitate a deal because they don't know who's going to be in charge. It, whether it's the Glazers kind of ramping the price of May United up and they've never got any intention to sell anyway, that's still a bad outcome because they don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. And if they are going to sell it, then who knows what the new owners want. So it's difficult for them to get any momentum or any coherence in their deal. Uh, for for a player, I often I, I I kind of feel like as well. I understand. I think Mason Mount's a really good player, and I think he's been in a difficult situation at Chelsea, as arguably all the players at Chelsea have been over the last year for all yeah. the obvious reasons. I think United need a centre back. Yeah. I think they need, fucking need a striker, and they need a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I understand why maybe you know, they've got Sabitzer going back. Fred is Fred. Maybe some people have said that Mount would be an upgrade on Ericsson if he was to be used properly. And, Certainly younger. Yeah, he's a younger player, of course. And, that, and and of course, football teams at the top level play in so many different competitions now, you understand why they want a bit of redundancy in there. Mm. But to me, like if you look at the amount of goals Man United scored last season, it's low. Mm. I mean, the, the lowest goal scores in the top six by some distance, mm. I think. And and maybe that's because of how they play, yeah. but it's not because they've got a lack of creative players. Well, Mount, Surely you wouldn't, you wouldn't say they've got no, a lack I of wouldn't. players. And, and Mount is an, is an intriguing option because he's, he's loved by coaches, isn't he? He's a coach's player, yeah. if you know what I mean by yeah. that. 
They're very versatile. Homegrown as well. Homegrown. Can't beat it. Mm. Um, and Let's get Brexit done. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, but then you see, see some reports and saying that there's up to 13 players that Manchester United are, are happy to let go. I can't believe they're not heaven and earth in Harry Kane. They've got to do everything yeah. they can. Well, to I think. But, well, you see, I was thinking about Kane, and and I think, I think what what you know Daniel Levy's going to do is say, look, you know, he'll be what is he thirty this summer? He'll be thirty one by the time he leaves, or certainly in his early thirties. I just think that Levy is 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 going to hold him to that contract. He's going to hold him to the contract, and by that time, the contract finishes. Um, I think Levy said, "Well, do you, but do you really want to go? Do you know, will somebody will a, a top club significantly higher than than um, Spurs?" Want to buy or want to pay enormous wages for a guy who's oh, thirty-one? Oh, he'll get snapped up on a free. Possibly, Jim. Um, but you never know. He'll think to himself, "Well, if Man City have still got Haaland by by that point, if certain, you know, there's if certain teams have got certain players by then, that, I think that's probably what he's hoping for." The biggest but, barrier to Harry Kane going to Man United is just Harry Kane, though. Is he just? I just don't think he wants to leave enough. That's the problem. What do you mean? He doesn't want to leave Spurs enough. Well, you think he should do another interview with Gary Neville saying, "I want to leave." He doesn't want to leave, does he? Well, of course he does. You he think wants, Harry Kane he wants, wants to literally be better? Did a, he, he literally did a, an interview with Gary Neville not that long ago saying, yeah, I've done my time and all the rest of it. He don't, he, I don't think he really wants to go, personally. Well, you think it was for, for a better contract at Spurs? Probably, yeah. Really? I yeah. don't know. I don't know, Luke. I, I, look, I'm going on literally well, what came out of the go. man's... Well, yeah, but it's not up to... He, he Literally what was coming out of his mouth was saying, I want to go, tell I've me, done my time tell me, Tell me how many chairmen have successfully kept players of that profile that didn't want to stay and who they are uh, so Andro Pirlo wanted to go from AC Milan <laughs> that's niche yeah. when was that well you asked me the question when was, the, when was that answer. when was that it, it was in the past <laughs> And, uh, Everything's in the past. No, but when he was at Milan, he you know the, the, it doesn't happen very often. Is my point? It doesn't happen very often, but it still happens, and it can happen. I, I'm amazed just saying that Harry Kane doesn't want to. I leave think that if much. you, I think if you really looked into his heart of hearts, mm. I think he doesn't want to leave Spurs. <sighs> okay, fine. He wants Spurs to become a Premier League winning side, but Harry Kane is not the only person who has observed recently that that's not going to happen for well, a while. I don't know. I think the thing is, I think that. Um, Harry Kane wants that so much, it's easy to convince him of the next phase of the project each time. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think, you know, he. I don't think he'll sign a new contract this summer. I think he'll be staying at Spurs until the d- d- end of his, of his contract. And when the contract ends up, it depends on who is where and what the, 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 the ground is. I, I think the smart thing for Man United to do would be to um, try and sign somebody like Rasmus Hoyland, uh, a, a young player who can mm. play as a striker for a lot of games this summer. Um, rotate him with Marcus Rashford as he's quite effective through the middle and then go big for Kane on a free next summer because that, that way you, you're not really standing in the way of Hoyland given his age mm-hmm. and it's a good sort of stopgap for now. Yeah, I think I think paying 80 or 90 million for Kane now when he's just one year away yeah. from a free, I, I just... With... Also, Haaland and Hoyland yeah, well, like city. I'm liking what you're doing there. <laughs> with the gym. I like where your head's at. We can bring back to the midfield discussion around Mount. Maybe this is a ridiculous thing to say, even more ridiculous than my Harry Kane opinion. Um... But I'm surprised that Ten Hag doesn't want to try and get a tune out of Donny van der Beek. I mean, he's still oh, there. Mm. He's still there. He's a fucking Dutch player. He's still there. He's a fucking good player. He's that unloved that guitar a, in the corner that hasn't been play- strung for ages. He's not a bad player, is he? No. Look, clearly, he must be a good player. He was but... such a big story, though, when he came. Exactly. Like, we were talking about him for weeks. Wait, I don't think wait. he deserves to be laughed about. You, you can, van der Weeks. There you go. Hmm. I think we... No it was one great could, in Dawson's Creek. Would you begrudge him a move to Saudi? 
That's that was a better joke than they got credit for there. What was that? Oh, Vince, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. I just Would, got that. I what? Uh, I moved to Saudi. I don't begrudge anyone anything. Do you find your own like part? Begrudging. <laughs> we no, sorry. Yeah. I begrudge, sorry. I, I begrudge everyone everything. I just like Jim Campbell to respond to that. <laughs> if you were a superhero, you'd be called the begrudger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you begrudge everyone everything all the time, it doesn't make it. Doesn't I, matter, I think a move to Saudi is well within his interests, uh, right. personally. Did we laugh on the other side of your face when you see Van der Beek this season? No, I want to see him. I feel very sorry for him. He's a very, very, very talented player. Get him player. in at Wolves. Get him in at Wolves. Have him at Fulham. Mm. Uh, Eric Ten Hag apparently though is um, plotting to kickstart preseason with an SAS style hell week. At Carrington, very yeah. different from Huddersfield yeah. Town. Isn't I, it? I, I thought it was very different. <laughs> um, you look at it. I thought they'd spruced up Carrington, but is it yeah. still that bad? <laughs> but um, um, a source said uh, last summer Eric had players doing press ups and other fitness forfeits to try and build spirit. Sounds like a hell week. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't sound that extreme, does yeah. it? Yeah. I read this story. There were absolutely no quotes. Yeah, <laughs> there, was nothing, there was nothing in the article that a said that. Source yeah. said it. It just sounded yeah, like they're having, the, they're having a tough first week at preseason. Sound, which every single player does. It yeah. sounds like they're going to be looking up at. Jim Campbell on a treadmill maybe yeah, laughing at you maybe. and your Arsenal kit <laughs> <laughs> well, no one laughs at Arsenal anymore they're a serious very team. serious no, club no more a banter club are they Jim I hope not <laughs> I truly truly hope not <laughs> um, briefly sort of staying with Arsenal Mikel Arteta said uh, recently that last season he felt was the, in terms of quality the best ever Premier League season he expects the same next season do you think he's saying that Jim because Arsenal finished second Clearly, it. last season was not the best season yeah. in terms because, of quality. Do you think he said that because he didn't, wa- he didn't watch any games featuring teams at the bottom of the table, uh-huh. apart from when they were getting battered by his own? Well, he didn't. He didn't watch Chelsea at all last season. <laughs> didn't watch Liverpool. I think he. I, re- I really enjoyed Chelsea didn't watch last Spurs. season. Yeah. Last season was my favourite Chelsea season ever, easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Since the Mourinho one, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was really good. So actually, I think he's probably talking about you know the fact that someone like Unai Emery is at Villa, mm. uh, for example, with with. Um, I think he's I more talking about no Man's... disrespect to Aston Villa, a minimum amount of disrespect yeah. to Aston Villa. There. He's talking about Man City, though, is he? He's not? talking about Man City and the standard they've set and the standard they've consistently set, I mm-hmm. suppose. But I, I think you know, it, it was, it has been strong. But well, if well. he's talking about Man City, then he's talking absolute fucking nonsense. Well, he is because I, I, only got eighty nine points this season. Yeah, I was going to say it's not <laughs> Manchester City's best uh, Premier League season ever. It's probably their best. It, it was their best season ever. They won the treble. Yeah, so you know, but it just in terms of, of Premier League, you know, I, I thought. To myself, well, that, that's quite big talk, but it also does talk up what he's doing it, at the club. Is, and he said I, that when he took over at Arsenal, didn't they? He said they needed healing or something like yeah. that, you know. And when um, he said that it was actually when Man City played Arsenal, I think at the Etihad, yeah. possibly at the Emirates, and and he was in the Man City dugout mm-hmm. as their assistant, and he, he could tell just like the yeah. soul of the club was gone. I think was the, the, the phrase he used, and he's done really, really well in sort of bringing back that positivity. But I, I think I. I I assume what he's alluding to is the quality of the coaching in the Premier League now, right? Perhaps. The technical level of that is 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 higher. Well, you've got you've got you've time. got like Emirates Villa is a good example. You've got um, Eddie Howe, Brighton. There's a situation at Brighton with De Zerbi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 I do think get in, it. I think in the middle pack, it's it's improved definitely. And Newcastle yeah. obviously had a great season mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I just find this intriguing with 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 Arteta. You use, you use the word you know putting the soul back in the club and healing and so on. He's the Marvin Gaye of North London. <laughs> quite frankly, <laughs> what's going on? Now, uh, gentlemen, I want to go to Florida, quite frankly. It's oh, that know. time of the year. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More specifically, to southern Florida. I think it's in southern Florida. Uh, into Miami. Uh, Sergio Busquets has joined the club. My goodness, he's, he's, um, he's teaming up with Lionel Messi again. And apparently there is an intention to bid for Jordi Alba. I mean, 
Getting the bloody band back Absolutely. together. How bad must Phil Neville feel right now? Oh dear. Into Miami did lose 4-1 to Philadelphia Union um, on the weekend. So they're 11 points off the playoffs. And it is quite difficult to not get a playoff point, uh, position sometimes in that league. So they, they have been piss poor. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but of course, with those new recruitments, Pete Donaldson, we expect them to zoom up the table, don't we? I just can't help but think that you've manifested this whole thing. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know where they're getting the, the money from. They're got. just getting... They're just, they've just been told uh. Spells has been talking about Inter Miami a hell of a lot you yeah. were quoted in the Daily Star actually talking about one that of the flags at Glastonbury <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to do one of the flags at Glastonbury I forget which one but, when was uh, this? Over the weekend, you were in the Daily Star. You're on the Daily Star website. Oh yeah, was yeah. it? As, as if you yeah. don't know, as if you don't read the Daily Star website every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, football ramble on them for long enough. Football ramble podcast host Marcus Speller right. posted a love heart emoji in response to one Warnock themed flag. Another fan branded those right. touting the Tottenham as utter legends. My goodness, I just normally look at the pictures in the Daily Star. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, if you've seen the um, the, the opening, I genuinely didn't know that. The opening, the opening scenes to many episodes of The Sopranos, where Tony Soprano wanders down this drive with. A white dressing gown on picks up the paper. That's Marcus, but with a daily star. Daily star. Yeah. <laughs> and a council flat. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Well, going back to Inter Miami, as, I, as I'm very um, happy to do so. Do you see their goalkeeper, Nick Marsman, uh, was uh, bitten by a, by a poisonous spider? He was actually bitten by a venomous spider. Venomous spider, yes. yes definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no the journalistic standards anymore in, in, in the Sun, the ramble on the running sun order. website. <laughs> yeah. the, I would say that like my favourite um, TikTok videos are um, or Instagram videos are people draining spider bites. It's oh, just so exciting. Like they, they, no. they, they cut open a hole, the no, pus all comes stop out, it, stop, the no, doctors no, try no, and pull, enough, push it uh, push it no. back with some gauze. Stop it. Like King can you uh, awful um, but I'm just saying into Miami yes. you've got a social media team get right. involved what, what let's see that the lost numbers. numbers yeah the pimple popper huge numbers Mind you, the crocodiles is probably there alligators, alligators. they're not venomous All right, like. venomous <laughs> alligators <laughs> Fuck poisonous sake. alligators um, anyone who's an Inter Miami fan yeah. has listened to this will no doubt be de- delighted that de- they keep getting mentioned delighted that um, Messi signed for them and um, it's also a really interesting insight to how just how up for it Messi is to mm. come to Miami. I think it's going to be pretty impressive next season because um, there's nothing more inspiring yeah. than uh, when you sign for a new club and say, I have nothing left to achieve. I've achieved everything. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well yeah. just said, so I thought I might as well come here. Well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty nice. much... Have, have a go at Messi. Like, I have. Like, like the others. It's disgraceful what he's, he's done. Well, yeah. I think it's disgraceful what he's done. Did you see what Gareth Bale said recently about uh, Major League Soccer? Mm. Right. And he said, no, I, I, I understand what he's saying, and what he's saying is true, mm. but because it came from his gob. Um, he said that well obviously at MLS you know at Real Madrid there was a lot more stress you have to win every week and that's the thing with MLS you, you don't have to win every week and, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and again like what he's saying I get but... doesn't help though does yeah, it exactly no. now watch this drive you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Messi did say in that interview that he did recently and this is surely a dig at a certain someone I never thought about individual awards and I never gave them more importance than the collective awards mm. God, that's a dig at Audi Nagalo isn't it <laughs> <laughs> or a man who is sharing the same league as, as he would see it, uh, Cristiano, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, but on Messi's 36th birthday on Saturday, he played in a farewell game for his uh, Argentina teammate, Maxi Rodriguez, in his hometown, Rosario. Uh, nice to see a photo of Mexi, uh, Mexi? I've, I've combined the two. Yeah. Messi and um, uh, 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 Raquel, Raquel May. 
Who shared the same birthday? Yeah. Right, yeah. I yeah. had to check what year it was when I saw that <laughs> yeah. Maxi Rodriguez was retiring. He's 42. 42, right, yeah. He loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. Incredible. Surely the space at Inter Miami for him. <laughs> you would think so. i tell you what, Aguero's going to pop up there. Is that, Mer- is that Messi's birthday present to him? His <laughs> contract so. into Miami. It's Phil Neville gone. All right, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely old job. Um, yes, of course. Now, uh, gentlemen, um, Argentina obviously won the World Cup, hence Messi's achieved everything uh, in the game. We remember that very, very famous, possibly the greatest World Cup final ever for the scenes of celebration after involving Salt Bay. Um, Salt Bay has commented on why he was um, on the pitch. Uh, we, we it was much scrutinised, much criticised uh, that Salt Bay was involved. Let's get at it all. right. It was a fucking disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute disgrace. He's from Turkey, isn't he? Yeah. Right. It shows how unserious FIFA are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how serious Salt Bay is, Jim. Yeah. Um, well, Salt Vale said uh, this recently, perhaps in this tone. I love Argentina. I've lived there. <laughs> I went to support them. I didn't feel a stranger. It was a special moment. I can't do anything about the reason I was there. <laughs> The most stupid yeah. sentence. Yeah. Oh dear. Then is it, it wouldn't hold up in court, would it? No. <laughs> he said I would, I would never ever step on the World Cup pitch again. Yeah, we doesn't need yeah, to. Hopefully, you won't get the chance well, to. It, it, yeah. it says one of his other quotes was, "I never ever wanted to overshadow anything. I didn't like the attention. I didn't kick anyone or steal anything." <laughs> It's like, that makes it sound like you wanted to do those things. These weird intrusive thoughts that Salt Bear has. Hey, have you ever been in this I didn't push Christian Romero's family into a dike. <laughs> have you ever had to explain yourself and you've said, well, I can't do anything about the reason I, I was there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's anything. having a bit of a week, Salt Bay, because um, his New York City burger place closed down for good last week. Um, it was closed its doors permanently. It was voted New York City's worst restaurant, and it attracted criti- it attracted criticism because it offered a vegetarian burger with a pink bun for free mm. to female customers only. Uh, and what, <laughs> which is stuff. ridiculous. Good stuff. But what, there's two reviews I found of uh, Salt Bay's New York City burger place. Mm. One called, and these are proper food critics, not just like TripAdvisor punters. Mm. One said uh, the review had all the charm of an aircraft hangar. <laughs> Right. And New York Times celebrated New York Times food critic Peter Wells uh, visited and complained that Salt Bay personally seasoned my trousers like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is he doing? Oh, yeah, this is a victory for the people. I love the idea that Salt Bay goes, what, that's the guy from the New York Times. I'm going over. Yeah, 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 salt him. Yeah. Salt's him. He'll <laughs> like this. He'll like this. I think when the doors of that place closed, I think Bernie Sanders is outside with a big group of people celebrating. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Get a KFC yeah. in there. Why not? Yeah. I know, know what it they're works. doing. Yeah. They're doing. <laughs> considerably cheaper. Spice as well. my trousers. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I think we've reached the end. Mm. I think we've reached the end, Jim. Um, <laughs> it's not time to piss here. <laughs> uh, we're back tomorrow with a brand new Football Ramble Guide 2. Uh, because to mark its anniversary, we're discussing one of the most significant and damning moments in the history of the England national team. It's England's defeat to Iceland in Euro 2016. Let's relive it, guys! Yeah. <laughs> Seems a long time ago, thank goodness. Yeah. Still in the history books. Marcus, so, before we clear off, do you want to uh, do you want a little bit of uh, breaking news? Yeah. Oh, yeah. New coach of Maccabi uh, Tel Aviv, Robbie what? Keane. Really? Weird one. Wow. How about that? Strange one. That is a weird one. Yeah. Oh. But the Ramble guy too is out tomorrow. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Cartwheeling all his all the way to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the name of his autobiography. Right. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Farewell, all. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. And thank you, Daily Star, for having me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.